0: Wake up. It's the morning motivation with Brittany Daniel. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. 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 I hope you guys are doing well today. Oh, y'all, these lashes. Child. I got to get used to wearing lashes again. But, anyways, <laughs> welcome to the morning motivation. My name is Brittany Daniel. If you are new, welcome. Thank you guys so much for joining us t- today. Happy August 30th, y'all. We got two more days. Well, today and tomorrow. And August is over. Like I said yesterday, she came and went. Sis is gone, okay? Sis said hi and bye. <laughs> August is gone. But I hope you guys have a... All right, we're having a great day. I hope you guys started your week off great yesterday. I hope that you know just everybody is flourishing in their lane, doing the things that you feel like God has called you to do. Before we get started today, we are reading, we're going to continue reading Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. Um, and we are in chapter 15, formed for God's family. Formed for God's family. Um, I just wanted to say that do I want to say that? You know, it doesn't matter, but <laughs> oh, sorry, y'all. I hope that you guys are doing well. If this is your first time watching, go ahead and let me know in the comments below where you guys are watching from. But uh, let's jump into the prayer, jump into today's topic. This is very interesting. I've never heard this before, um, formed for God's family. It says, God is the one who made us all and all things for his glory. He wanted us to have many children have to have many children share his glory. So we're going to dive into that. So let's go ahead and jump into the prayer today. If you are not spiritual or religious, or you do not subscribe to the Christian faith, I hope that it is okay that I pray for you anyway, and that you stick around. You might learn something. If this is your first time, go ahead and in the comments, uh, go ahead and give your shout out so I can shout you out. All right, you guys, dear heavenly father, Thank you for waking us up again for another day, for another day. Thank you for allowing us to do the things that are pleasing in your sight. I pray that everybody here before they make a decision, before they make a move, that they listen and they just listen to your voice. Make sure you order their steps, please father, so that they do not trip or feel weary and know that you are with them every step of the way in your darling son, Jesus name. I pray. Amen. I will say Before you make any decision, pray about it. Any decision, any decision, any decision. Pray about it and get clarity from God, no matter what it is. Always make sure you pray and ask God for guidance and direction. But let's go ahead and jump into the comments. Good morning, you guys. So, good morning, Miss Debbie. Good morning, Norma. Good morning, Brandy. Good morning, Felicia. Good morning, KK, Grand Rising. Good morning, Destiny. Good morning, Chevy Chev. Good morning, Melon and Honey. Good morning, Cooking Monster. Good morning, She Amber. Good morning, Naturally Ann. Good morning, Cooking with Raw. Yes, good morning, Brittany. Hope that you guys are well and blessed today. And as people trickle in, go ahead and wish them a good morning. If this is your first time watching, we are uh, on the journey, a 40-day journey. Grand Rising, Kiki. We're on a 40-day journey to a purpose-driven life. This is the book that we're reading. I will be doing a book giveaway this weekend, or excuse me, this Friday. So go ahead and leave your comments down below, or excuse me, go to, sorry, (laughs) y'all, my brain, go to BrittanyTheHost.com and enter to win your free book giveaway. It is a pop-up that will pop up right on your screen. Um, But yeah, let's just dive into today's Lesson. So it says day 14 formed for God's family. God is the one who made us all and all of his glory. He made, he wanted us to have many children share his glory. Hebrews two and 10. And then it says, see how very much our heavenly father loves us for he allows us to be called his children. And we really are. It says we are formed for God's family. God wants a family and he wanted He created you to be a part of it. This is God's second purpose for your life, which is planned, which he planned before you were born. The entire Bible is the story of God building a family who will love him, honor him and reign with him forever. It says his unchanging plans, his unchanging plans has always been to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. And this gave him great pleasure because God loves us. He treasures relationships. His very nature is relational and he, he inevitably, excuse me, he identifies himself in family terms, father, son, and spirit. The Trinity is God's relationship to himself and it is a perfect pattern of the relation of for relational harmony and we should study its implications that's very interesting i've never heard of that before hmm what do you guys think let me know in the comments if you guys ever want to comment go ahead and leave them there well i'll read them it says god has always existed in in loving relationship to himself so he has never been lonely. He didn't need a family. He desired one. He is oh, he has devised a plan to create us, bring us into his family and share us with share with us all he has. This gives God great pleasure. The Bible says, "I I was happy. I was a happy day for him when he gave us our new lives." Through the truth of his word, and we became, as it were, the the first children of his new in his new family. Mm, so he says, it says, when we place our faith in Christ, God becomes our father and he become and he became become, we become his children. Okay, so it says when, <laughs> sorry, y'all. My mind is all over the place. When we place our faith in Christ, our God becomes our father and we become his children. Our believers become our brothers and sisters and the church becomes our holy, our spiritual family. The family of God included all believers in past, present and future. Every human, every human being was created by God, but not everybody is, his, is a child of God. It says, according to this book, it says, God includes all believers in his past, present, and future. All the believers, past, present, and future. Every human being was created by God, but not every child. Not everyone is a child of God. The only way to get into God's family is by being born again into it. You become a part of the human family by your first birth but you become a member of God's family by your second birth. God has given us the privilege of being born again so that we are now members of God's own family. The invitation to be a part of God's family is universal, but there is one connection, faith in Jesus. The Bible says you are all children of God through the faith of Jesus Christ. Your spiritual family is is even more important than your physical family because it will last forever. Our families on earth are wonderful gifts from God, but they are temporary, fragile, even often broken by divorce, distance, growing old, and inevitably death. Mm. On the other hand, our spiritual family, our relationship to one or two, excuse me, our relationship to other believers will continue through eternity it is much stronger union hmm it is a much stronger union a more permanent bond than a blood relationship whenever paul whenever paul would stop to consider god's eternal purpose for us together he would break it into into praise when i think of the wisdom and the scope of his plan i fall down on my knees and pray to the father of all Of all the great family of God, some of them already in heaven and some down here on earth So what do y'all think about that? And then it talks about getting into the benefits of God's family. Good morning What do you guys think about that? We are a part of God's family and it says that everybody God created but everybody isn't his children Mm -hmm. That's very interesting what do y'all think this is the benefits of being a part, being in God's family. The moment you were spiritually born into God's family, you were given some astonishing birth gifts, the family name, family likeness, family privilege, family, family, intimate access and family inheritance. The Bible says, since you are his child or his children, everything he has belongs to you it says your spiritual family is even more important than the physical family that you uh, That you grow into and last forever, but how do we do that? How do we establish? So we're a part of god's family, right if we're believers according to this book We are a part of god's family, but we oftentimes have issues Creating that family outside of our lives of god at least that that's been my uh That's been my experience you guys let me know. How do you guys create healthy relationships with other believers, healthy relationships with um, church members, healthy relationships with your family that are also Christ-like or also also believe in God and Christ? Let me know how you guys do that, because in the past I did create really decent bonds with people at church, but then people are people, right? So you guys let me know how you guys did that. And I want to read something because, you know, I got my handy dandy Bible out this morning. (laughs) Got my handy dandy Bible out and I wanted to read this. Um, Let's see. John 1, 3 and 1. So let's go to 1 John. Good morning, you guys. Let me know, how do you guys establish healthy relationships with other believers Because I feel like the one thing that kind of keeps us apart sometimes is our disappointment in one another. And I think that that's in general. I think that that's across the board in human life. I think that's why we can be so disconnected, why we can hold grudges, why we can be so angry with one another um, is because we're all we we can get disappointed by one another. And I think that church has definitely cause that for some people, but how do we mend those bonds? Like, how do you start your own family? Especially if you go, if you go to a physical church or you don't go to a physical church, a lot of us are going to church at home now. So how do you establish those spiritual connections outside of church? I guess now Morning Motivation has turned into <laughs> like a, like a ghetto Bible study <laughs> Um because we're reading this book, A Purpose Driven Life. Let's see, seven forty-three. Um, so let's read this. It says, first John." Let's see. I want to see what this says. Handy dandy Bible. Bust <laughs> out the handy dandy Bible. What was that? Three. Y'all, I'm. Got, I got, I'm trying to juggle books. How are you guys doing? Hello. Good morning, Queen. Good morning, Shanice. Yes, uh, John 3 and 1. I want to read this first, John 3 and 1. Let me know what you guys think. 3 and 1. What does this say? Okay, so I'm reading. Um, so let's read this because we're talking about being children of God, we're talking about being a part of God's family, and it says. Two and twenty-eight says it says living as children of God. It says now and now, dear children, remain in fellowship with Christ, so that we that when He returns, you will be full of encourage, you be full of courage, and not shrink back from Him in shame. Since we know Christ is righteous, we also know what all who do, that all who do what is right are God's children. So basically it's saying because we know Christ and we're all God's children, we're supposed to be Christ-like and, and righteous. Okay. Is that what y'all heard? <laughs> it says, see how much, see how very much our Father loves us. He calls us his children, and that, and that is what we are. But people who belong to the world don't recognize that God, that we are God's children because they don't know him. Dear friends. We are already God's children, but He has He has not yet shown us what we will be, what we will be like when Christ appears. But we do know that we will be like Him, hmm. for we will see Him as He really is, and all who has all who have an eager expectation will keep themselves pure just as he was pure. So saying, if we expect Christ to come back, if we expect that day, then we will keep ourselves pure. Everyone who is sin, who sins is breaking God's law. For all sin is contrary to the law of God. And you know that Jesus came to take away our sins and there is no sin in him. Anyone who continues to live, In him will not sin. But anyone who keeps on sinning does not know him or understand who he is. Dear dear children, don't let anyone deceive deceive you about this. When people do what's right, it shows that they are righteous, even as Christ is righteous. But when people keep on sinning, it shows that they become or they belong to the devil who has been sinning since the beginning. Hmm. But the son of God came to destroy the world of the ev- the devil. Those who have those who have been born into God's family do not make a practice of sinning because God's life is in them. So they can't keep sinning because they are children of God. So now that we can tell who are children of God and who are children of the devil, anyone who does not live righteously and does not love other believers does not belong to God. It says who who belongs to evil, who belongs to the evil one and kills his brother. And why did he kill him? Because Cain had be had y'all I need some glasses okay I need to make an appointment Cain had been doing Cain had been doing what was what (laughs) Cain had been doing what was evil and his brother had been doing what was righteous had been doing so don't be surprised dear brothers and sisters if the world hates you, if we love our Christ brothers and sisters, it proves that we have pleased, or passed from death to life. But a person who has love has no love is still dead. Anyone who hates another brother or sister is really a murderer at heart. And you know, you know that murder murderers don't have eternal life within them that is very interesting that was like heavy i guess when i was reading that it was just like a lot of like okay so as grown adults you know how do we sin like thinking about that right our day-to-day lives good morning Lacey. how do we like really prevent sin like no fornication no cursing Because fornication, remember we talked about last week that sex was made for, let me not say that, I'll say the S word because not to be childish, but when we say that word, it seems like that's when the porn bots come out. Good morning, Aubrey. Good morning, Lacey. So, no fornication. Don't drink to be a glutton. You know, Jesus drank wine, so wine is okay, but don't drink to be a glutton. Really, let's talk about this because cursing. Hmm, because it says if we continue to sin, that we're not uh, of God's children. Um, <laughs> thank you, She Amber. I don't get too friendly too quickly. Uh, the Bible says to know fellow Christians by the Spirit. I love that, and that's very true. You can't get too friendly too quickly because everybody's in the church, right? It's not just Christians, it's not just believers, or they are people who think they're Christians, but according to that, if you're with sin you're not doing what's right, then are you really? And I don't, and we, and the thing that's crazy because the Bible is very strict with how we're supposed to operate with people of faith and people not of faith, right? You're supposed to quote unquote, separate yourself. It's what the Bible does say. You're supposed to separate yourself from people who are not Christ-like, or um, you know, it even talked about, we talked about last week, like not marrying people of non-belief, not non-believers, because once you do, you got to stay there, right? So it's just like, how do you make sure that, and this is a real question. I want you guys to answer this. How do you make sure that you're linking up with Christ-like and, and, mind, and like-minded people, right? But then on the same, in the same footing, in the same hand, you are not being judgmental, you're not holier than now. you're not standing on, on a cross. Because there was a time where I got real, I was a Bible thumper, right? I carried around my Bible. I was Bible, I was, I got baptized. I was, you know, really trying to do the right thing as much as possible, which is hard, especially with the day and age we live in, right? Not doing these, especially if you're in college, or are young, and the world we live in, it's way, it's, it's, 10 times way more sexualized, way more, it's easier to sin. I feel like every generation just gets easier and easier. Like it's more being put in your face. Good morning, you guys. It's just always, it's just more and more and more and more and more. I, I just, y'all, I hope y'all are talking to your children, your nieces, your nephews, you know, all of these things. Because it's, it's a lot, especially with social media and the internet and things like that. So my point was asking, how do you do all of that without being holier than thou, without, you know, um, doing too much? Feeling like you're a better person because nobody's better than anybody. But it says that we're a part of God's family when we believe in Christ, when we don't sin, when we do what we're supposed to do. So that could be a very fine line with the human ego because we're also supposed to be like Christ. Right. We're also supposed to be. we're also supposed to be in alignment. We're also supposed to be non-judgmental. We're supposed to love thy neighbor. but I guess you can love people from a distance, right? So how do you like explain that that let's let's have a chit chat about that this morning. Um, I really I'm really intrigued. I want to know. And as I'm reading this, I'm glad we are reading this and I, I see why I was called to to bring to 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 get this together. And I really think it's because I needed a little change too. Why I was called to read this book is because I needed to change. And probably without y'all, I wouldn't have stuck to it. So this is very interesting. And I'm learning so much just in the few weeks that we've been together. Just I've just been questioning like, Brittany, did you do that right? Or did you, you know, because we can all use a little self-straightening. Okay. Ain't nobody perfect. But this is very interesting. I'm I'm really interested in this topic. So. Um, Ms. Debbie says this morning podcast is my, is my only fellowship right now. It's been very meaningful to my spiritual life as well. Oh, I'm so, I'm, um, thank you for saying that. I hope, I hope it is. I hope that, you know, I'm doing the right thing and that I'm on the right path. I do not want to ever, you know, do the wrong thing or leave people, you know, or speak about, them, you know, speak about anything in the wrong way. Cause I take this very seriously. But what does that look like? And I, you know what? I think that it's maybe time for some of us, not all. You have to know what's in your spirit. I think it might be time for us to start going back to physical church. You know, being in, in a building with praise and worship and like-mindedness and people who are also trying to live a certain way or, you know, be guided a certain way. Very interesting. For me, I'm just like, huh, is it time to go back? To regular, regular church, Sydney says, you must have what you you just have to watch people's lives. We have different levels of friends. You have casual people and acquaintances. Then your inner circle should be like minded people uh, you do life with, etc. I love that. I guess like every other friendship, right? Mm Thank you, Sydney. I love that. So Sydney's like, you don't have to judge anybody. You just watch people and see how they operate. And then you let in, you know, you have acquaintances, people that you keep 50 feet, people that you're cool with. But the people that you actually do life with, you bring them into your life. Like you actually uh, fellowship, talk to them, things like that. Okay, I like that. I like that. Uh, Percy says, hey, I'm with she Amber. I don't get too social too fast. They have some nosy people in church. Now, that's a fact, but that's also why a lot of people have like removed themselves. I know that was one of the reasons why I did back in the past because I used to be really involved in church, and I just started seeing how just you know, certain people just weren't 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 uh, the best you know, but that should not stop us, you know, our bad experiences of our past should not stop us from moving forward, should not stop us from trying to continue and having that good life or trying to figure out what that life could be like, or should be, whatever the case may be. Hmm. Very interesting. Um, Sydney says, knowing what you're, what you're about, what you live, And choosing to not be deeply involved with people who don't is okay. You don't have to beat them down. Just don't engage. I can see that. I can see that. Being, hmm. Okay, I like that. I like that. Yolanda said, this is my time to fellowship too. I pray that you all are also though, although I'm reading and although, you know, we're talking about it, I definitely pray. And especially the people on the podcast that you guys pull out your Bibles at least a couple of times a week or a day, at least one day and just open it and see what God has for you. Or you get the book yourself. The link is down below again, doing a book giveaway Friday, um, to see if you're if this is truly, you know, in alignment, like not truly in alignment, but what God has called you to do, taking time out to read and see how he's speaking to you, what he's saying to you. Um, thank you. I appreciate that, Yolanda. I'm not a physical church peep person. I watch TV on YouTube. Yeah, but you know what? All the social media that we intake, this is my thing, right? We're getting farther and farther apart from human connection. I also watch church on TV. I go to One Church LA. That's where I pay my tithes. Um, That's where I like to, you know, watch and get the word. However, I feel like we're also, because we're so disconnected from one another. Think about it. If you work from home, especially like me, I talk to you guys in the morning. Then I really don't have too much human interaction until I either talk to a neighbor or talk to somebody in my family Or, you know, a lot of us are isolated and it's like, we're more, I was, I'm more isolated now than I was in quarantine. If that makes any sense, because I work from home and I operate my own business and I'm running other people's social media. I'm, I'm alone a lot. You know what I mean? So without getting that interaction with other believers, how will, how do you do that? I think that's something that for us to consider, because going church on TV is very convenient. OK, very convenient. I done not clean during church and then stopped to pray. I, done, I, did, I did a lot with church on TV, you know, but going to a physical building and actually meeting like minded people and meeting people who have the same. Same mindset, is it helpful? I think so. Because we learn a lot from one another. You know what I mean? We learn a lot from other people, like-minded people, especially people you trust. And I agree with, I agree with Sydney, like taking your time to get to know somebody, like everybody isn't for you. Everybody doesn't have your best interest at heart. Everybody doesn't think and operate the same, just like in everyday life, just like on the job, just like in other friendships. But I think that there's something special about, you know, y'all remember the feeling of being in church? when everybody was praying at the same time or the word hit you just right, or maybe you caught the spirit or whatever the case may be. Like I miss that feeling. And I also miss old school praise and worship really miss like the one drummer, the three mics, the one person who sung too loud. (laughs) I miss old school praise and worship. I understand that we're more in an alternative kind of Christian music. Um, It's not my favorite. Um, Yolanda says I found the book on Amazon, but the cover looks different from yours. Yes. So there it's like a a tree It's like a black and white tree with like red and green. It is very different. It does not look like this Um, This this one is like a hardcover. This is a hardcover book. I don't I think this was was this given to me? This was either given to me or I found this at a thrift store I think this was um I think i found this yes because it has somebody else's signature in it so i think i might have found this at a thrift store either a thrift store or my mom had it in her book collection because my mom is really good at like picking out books from thrift stores so i think that was um something that i did i think that's why but yes the book is very different the cover looks different online but it's there Sydney says, church is filled with imperfect people, but unfortunately, some act like they are be- they're better. It's our job to focus on our relationship with God, not, m- not the messy people in church who need <laughs> deliverance, too. I agree. I love that. Come on, Sydney. Emphasis on missing the old praise and worship. I do. I miss that one drum. That hit off bad. That wasn't good. And the the little kid that you know revved up the symbols while the preacher was talking. Um, the horrible children's church. Like I miss all of the old school, like with the pews and the communion. And um, I do, I do like new age where we get our praise and worship done in the beginning, and then we have our word, and then we dip, then we dip versus going back and forth. Uh <laughs> there's a there was a TikTok that I saw. Y'all know that Kirk Franklin song where it was just like it kept going. It was it was hilarious. I, I'm not a good like storyteller when it comes to stuff like that. I wasn't a fan of that. I wasn't a fan of every th- time you thought church was over, it wasn't over. Or when you were a kid and you were starving because you didn't eat before church. Now you sit in church about to die. And in that little communion cracker and that little communion juice. <laughs> Saved your life on first Sunday. I don't miss that part. Um, but I do miss like being with being in the space where people are have good intentions. People are praying, people got dressed up um, to look good. Like people don't really even do that anymore. Everybody's like casual. And you know, I understand, come as you are. But I just I miss old school church and emphasis on the and, and praise and worship. I miss old school praise and worship a little bit. Um, I miss that. Right, Sid dropping gems today. <laughs> Sid, he said every Kirk Franklin song. <laughs> ah, Right, but I love, oh, I love me some Kirk Franklin, y'all. That is my favorite. I think he is my favorite, especially the um, Kirk Franklin and the family with the ni- 1993 album. Got my songs on there. Silver and I love, love, love that, uh, love that album. Percy says, I still attend church at times, but I hate, I hated it when I was younger. I used to get called out in the front, (laughs) in the front old church for fornication. So embarrassed. Oh no. See, I didn't like this part. I didn't think that it was anybody's right to like embarrass people in church. I feel like their intentions were right, but the tactics back in the day were so wrong. Like I think that that's, that's what stirred a lot of people away from church is because we're all imperfect. We're all, nobody's short of sin, right? No, everybody's going to make a mistake, but being called out, that is, that's traumatizing. I've been traumatized in church too, but I think moving forward now that we're the adults, because we're not children anymore. And sometimes what we do as people is we harbor things that happened in our youth and not just, and let me move Percy off the screen. Cause this is true for me. Now I'm saying this out loud. We can harbor the things that happen to us as as children, right? And in our youth and we take that into adulthood and stay in that space, not realizing we're the adults now. We can get a part of ministries and we can stop a lot of that stuff. Like we used to be kids. We couldn't say anything, you know, Mamie Jean used to talk about Darla Jean and, we were kids, we couldn't, we we had no say so in how church operated. Now that we are the grown ups, you know, we can get in some of these churches if if you're inclined and be a part of ministries. And when you hear certain things, just say, you know, we don't operate like that, or that's not Christ like or and not in a judgmental way, but we can put our foot down and be like, you know what? That's just not that's not right. It's not the way to go. You know what I mean? That's not it. Uh, I love praise and worship too. I'd be running late and not even miss that part. I used to li- literally when I started going to, I was a church in San Antonio, and there was a really good church by my house. Loved that church, really good church by my house. But I would skip their praise and worship because it was alternative. It was um, predominantly white church. You know they've been there. They're on the Christian rock. Which is cool or alternative Christian music, which is fine, just not my favorite. So I would have praise and worship in the car, as bad as that sounds, with my with my music, and then go into church. But then you'd be late. So is that be supposed to be? I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> Kiki says, I did love church. I was going I was going to after I got baptized, the church became a place where I where it was like a, a demand. I had to participate in events and uh, that rubbed me the wrong way. I came for the work that's too, that too. I, yes. I left a church because one time I was going, I was very involved. Like I would show up to, and mind you, anytime anybody volunteers a church for the most part, don't, unless that's your life, nobody wants to be there. Every, if you have a church or you go attend the church, do not shank, be thankful people show up to participate. Cause nobody really wants to do it. Nobody wants to take their Saturday to go, you know, nobody wants to do that, but people do it because they feel obliged or obligated or because they want to do the right thing. You know, we don't always do as believers, what we want to do. We do what we feel we should do, or we have to do right. So shaming people into not participating. I was going through something in this, the, the pastor called me out in church, like on the at the pew Looked dead at me and was like, Yeah, some people are too cute to praise or too cute to show. And I was like, sir, I was going through something. Did you even ask? You're driving a Bentley. Did you even ask what I was going through? So that is like, no. Um, Cosmic Mirror says, I don't miss those old hymns. See, we didn't sing hymns. We didn't open the Bible and sing hymns at my church. We used to sing like, Anything that was on a CD, (laughs) like Frank Hammond, Kirk Franklin, Yolanda Adams. Uh, Who did we fall down? Johnny McClurkin. We were old. We were like new age, but gospel. Like if it was on a gospel CD, that's what we were singing. Or like just the ones that we were recycled. Um, And don't let your church song come on. My church song come on. I was standing up, okay? Brandy said, LOL, church used to go on for so long, be hungry and ready to go after four hours to, and still like praising God. Absolutely. And you couldn't leave. Don't leave. You can't leave early. Kiki says, so I haven't been in a couple months. I understand, but I like what Sydney says. Sydney was really on point when she was like, we, we should go, we should participate, but we should also watch people and keep them at bay. Like I think that that's very true. Just like we operate in every other part of our lives, right? We don't go to work and become BFFs with people. You know, we don't meet people for the first time and think that we're best friends. And I think that that's very important for us to to figure out and consider. It's just like you can go to church, be cool, socialize, say hi, and then go home. And then as you get to know the congregation or you get to, you know, okay, they've been here for a while. Nobody's done anything weird. I don't hear gossip because you can hear gossip before you even ask for it sometimes. You're like, Why do I need to know this man's business? You know, and if you're new to a church, I definitely don't recommend you 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 date the first person that you meet. I've watched them for a while because they could be the church hoppers where they just, you know, see somebody new hop on that. See somebody new hop on that. You know what? You know what I'm talking about? Thank you, Sydney. She said, driving to work now, such a good topic. Um, Let's see. What else are you guys saying? Maybe this is a sign for me to go back. I feel like it's meat for me because in our everyday lives, like we have our friends and my friends, I feel like are there. They're solid. And um, I believe most of them are. I believe they are Christians. But we don't go to church. We don't talk about God in the same way. And that's something, too, is like some, some of your friends are really all about God. But because you don't talk about God a lot, they don't talk about her. They might not think that you're on that type of time. So us as being children and in his family, how should we operate more so to get closer relationships with other believers, you know, talk amongst us or have more genuine godlike conversations. You know what I mean? Maybe, Kiki, maybe it's a sign for me to go back to church. I think so. I miss my church in person, praise and worship. We're meeting online at the moment. Oh, Well, see, I would ask, like, inquire, like, hey, when are we coming back in? Like, this online stuff is cool, but it is not the same. When you're looking at Miss Marjorie's kitchen, and not to call you, not Mar- not you, Marjorie, but you know what I'm talking about. When you're looking at Miss Ann's kitchen, you're looking at Miss miss Martha Jean can't get her camera right and you know or Dante and got up to go use the bathroom it's just not the same it is not the same I want I want to bring I would love to like bring a little old school church back maybe I should find like a little old school church because you know what one thing I will say is some of the older churches are starting to evolve more and starting to you know bring the new but I do miss old school church for sure. Um hello. Sydney said to per- How are they going to call out someone for fornication when you're also she said, "Oh, never mind." <laughs> exactly. I don't like uh the whole calling out thing. Like if you're inclined to really feel like somebody should live their life differently, do- pull them aside, have a conversation, like do it with love. Like, you know what? I don't mean to you know, be in your business or whatever, but I've been called to like tell you this. I feel like people are more open to criticism than we think. It's really just how we talk to each other. The entitlement of we're supposed to say whatever the freak is on our minds, especially with social media. Like it's okay to not agree with someone's comment, but why are you talking to them like out the side of your neck? Like, did we not, were we not raised properly? We Do we not have decorum? And social media has taken away a lot of people's like that screening of speaking to each other with sense because we wouldn't we do not talk to each other like that on a day to day basis on the street. Come on now, we do not operate the way people sometimes talk to me on social media. I'm like, who raised you? Because I don't I don't talk to people crazy. Crazy. You know what I mean? You might, I might disagree. You can always disagree. You don't have to agree with everything. You don't even have to agree with half the stuff I do or say, and that's okay. And I love that we have a platform. We've built a community where y'all can also, you know, correct me and say, hey, Britt, I don't know if that's right. Or, you know, I hear what you're saying, but dot, 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 you know what I mean? And I appreciate that because we're all growing and all learning and I am not perfect. I do not know it all. So when you guys even do it to me, I I appreciate it. You know, because everybody is on their journey and everybody is trying to figure it out. So when people, when you guys offer suggestions or say things with love, it's appreciated. And I feel like more of us could be corrected or could take constructive criticism more if everybody wasn't on guard for people talking reckless and crazy. So as we're out there operating as Christians and Christ-like, we really should watch and operate how we talk to each other. Like, how are we calling each other? it be people cursing people up and down. You stupid bee and doing all of this. You go to their dang bio. Woman of God. What? <laughs> Let our actions and how we communicate and operate in the world. Show that we're Christians. You know, hey, my sister, I feel you, you know, da, 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 da. But you know who does a great job with not being crazy? Better than Christians, in my opinion, Muslim people. Muslim people know how to get you together without being disrespectful. I feel like as Christians, we could take a lot from the Muslim community, especially in my personal opinion, um, the nation. The nation are polite. You know, you don't want to buy their products. Have a blessed day, my sister. They don't they don't cuss you out. They don't say you don't want to buy my my fruit. F you, like, you know, y'all got little kids pandering and asking for money, you know, and that's great. I think that it's, it's great to teach kids how to hustle. Teach them little kids some manners. I gave this little boy, he was he came up to me, had his little sales pitch. He was selling his auntie's products in Target. And I, you know, and nobody's going to turn down a cute little kid. And I said, here you go, little. I was like, no, thank you, but here you go. I appreciate your hustle. The little boy snatched the $2 from me and ran and was like, look. And she just collected the money. I'm just like, you're not going to teach him to say, thank you. Where are the manners. You know, my sister gets praised for her children being polite all the time. And it's just like, but why isn't everybody teaching their kids? I get that you don't want to teach your kids under the strictness. Probably you were raised, but don't forget to teach them manners because it is a reflection of, of, of the parenting in the household and the family. So the same way that children are a reflection of the parenting, the household and the family, We are a reflection of God's family. So if we're out there talking to each other reckless, acting crazy, shaking our tushies on the internet, showing our body parts, and not to say that you got to be covered up. I'm not telling anybody to be a monk or if that's what you were called to do, do that. But what I will say is how we carry ourselves should be like, oh, that's a person of God. I don't see that as Christian people at all, at all. We're either shaming each other, bashing each other, cussing each other out. And then you go to the person's profile. It's private, of course, because people that have public profiles don't talk a whole lot of crud. It's always the ones that don't got a don't got a photo is. And then in her bio is is heavenly goddess of God or whatever. It's just like, really. <laughs> Cookie Monster says I will not go to physical church. I was <laughs> I was put out by my last pastor because he did not like me and it was a cult. Oh, child, then that if that wasn't church, cuz church is not a cult. So I would I would pick another church if if you're feeling inclined. If you found something that works for you, Do you understand that? But that's what people don't understand. Church pain is real and church pain can keep a lot of people away from church. But don't let people keep you away from God, because sometimes what happens is we'll leave the church and God will be right along with it. We have to take God with us and just be like, you know what? This is not the church for us. Um, Cosmic Mirror says different when you're your spirit uh, fed. And then I'll stay 10 hours if they let me. And still feel the spirit. Thank God for the Holy Spirit. You, they made church for you, girl. They made that old school church just for you, girl. How it goes, how it goes. This even the devil masquerades as an angel in the light. Mm. You're talking about jumping the bandwagon. What do you mean, Cosmic Mirror? What's jumping on the bandwagon, Martha Jean? (laughs) No, for real, Martha Jean be in the back. Um, you do it old school. I'm not sure what you're talking about, Cosmic Mirror. Hold on. Um, don't know how to communicate. Oh, the, the pandemic. No, the pandemic babies are still babies. Y'all, pandemic babies are two I'm talking about this five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17-year-olds. I'm talking about those. I'm talking about the kids that are y'all's kids, not you. I don't know if you have kids. I'm talking about we're grown. We're I'm in, our, in my 30s. I'm talking about my peers' children. My peers' children. Because everybody I know has kids between the ages of about 12 and younger. Talking about us i'm talking about the millennials our babies out here walking around with no manners Ain't no pandemic babies yet. They're not old enough. They pandemic happened two years ago No, i'm talking about us y'all our kids our nieces and nephews our Kids is walking around here rude Not saying thank you not having no manners not saying yes, ma'am, no ma'am And if you don't believe in yes, ma'am, no ma'am because you're not from the south. That's fine, but Please and thank you or excuse me. (gasps) Oh Oh my gosh. Excuse me. Like it should not be a shocker when kids have manners now. You know, just like it shouldn't be a shocker that we get along with each other or that we exude Christ-like behavior. And I'm learning too. I'm getting back on the bandwagon as as far as needing to do the right thing. Cuz I've, you know, do me. But that's not right. So I'm I can't be talking about this stuff and not implementing it in my life. You know, as I'm reading with you all, I'm also like, "Oh, Brit, <laughs> You got to work on that, you know. But I feel like how we talk to each other um, is is not cool. It says pandemic babies don't know how to communicate in real settings. It seems even my nineteen year old, twenty year old said that. I wouldn't necessarily call them the pandemic babies. I think you're talking about Gen Zers. Gen Zers are under the age of twenty six to about. They're young. They the Gen Z is who I think you're referring to. Yeah, because of these. Y'all, in the last five years you grew up. So if you were, let's do 18, 17, 16, 15, 14, 13, five years ago, the 18-year-olds, the grown-ups now, they're they're entering into adulthood. Five years ago, they were 13 years old. This is how they learn to communicate, you know. They don't know how to approach. They don't know how to cold call. They're very shy. They're very awkward because they grew up with these. Because even take it five years, 13, what? 13, 12, 11, 10, 9, 8. When social media became available to everybody, so they were raised with these. So the Gen Zers kind of don't know how to operate, if, if that makes sense. Oh, I like this. I think you're so right. People don't know how to agree, disagree and agree in an intelligent uh, intellectual way. Absolutely. It's okay to say, hey, you know what, brother or sister, I don't agree, but okay. Or here's why I don't agree in a respectful tone. We don't have to belittle each other or berate each other. Um, That's not that's not what we are being called to do. You know. It's the way you approach them and the delivery. Yes, do it with love. Absolutely. You can correct somebody in a loving manner. You can disagree with somebody. You can say, you know what? I agree to disagree. I don't, you know, I see, I see your point, but I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. It says in real life, people don't even know how to take compliments anymore. Uh, You speak to interesting. I've never seen that. Hmm. I, I don't, I haven't realized that I see when I give a woman a compliment. Well, I'm probably, she's probably around my age, but I see people say thank you. And I've, I haven't experienced that. It's been the, like the little ones that really are, are kind of, cause remember Gen Z years. I mean, millennials stop at 26. So a lot of the stuff that millennials get blamed for, they're really talking about Gen Z. Um, which is interesting, but. Percy said, sorry for being off topic, but a coworker I just met confided in me and said, he tried, he's tired of living. When you get a chance, lift him in prayers. His name is Mike. Everybody send Mike some prayers. Be lifted. Have you um told Mike to go to, has he spoken to somebody? Because if he came to you, I wonder why, you know, what's going on at home? You know, is he seeking therapy? Ask him, as you know, I would just really, if you can get in touch with his family by chance, I know that that's a little crossing the boundary, um, but like, say if he has social media and maybe you know his wife or, I don't know, because I know that's a sticky subject, but I rather you, I rather might get mad at you for trying to help versus you not helping maybe feeling bad later Does that make sense? I know that that's not really your job Nor your role in that man's life because that's your co-worker But just think about like if something did happen, what would you regret more? Would you regret not trying or would you regret, you know keeping your mouth closed? But yes, we will uh, we will pray for mike everybody. She amber, you know what to do girl Pray, prayers for mike um yeah we're definitely a reflection yeah thank you percy for letting us know and that's never off topic shouting if you guys ever need prayer or um ever going through something don't hesitate to just be like hey y'all can you pray for me or if you have something fun coming up something um inspirational something that you're that's new that you're doing coming up we can definitely uh, pray about that as well because we want to pray for the positive and the negative. But I love this conversation that we're having just about being a better, better spiritual family to one another. Right? So it, I definitely would, uh, would you guys get this book? Um, It says being in- included in God's family is the highest honor and the greatest privilege you will ever receive. All right. So before we get out of here, it says, think about my purpose. It says, this is the, this is where we get our notes out, right? <clears throat> A point to ponder. I was formed for God's family. Um, verse of the day, his unchanging plan has always been to adopt us into his family by bringing us into it, bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ, Ephesians one and five. And then question to consider, how can I start treating other believers like members of my own family? I love that. And then um, chapter 16 tomorrow is what matters most. No matter what I say, what I believe and what I do, I am bankrupt without love. Love means living the way God commanded us to live. As you have heard from the beginning, his command, his command is love, live a life of love. And that's what we're going to, Oh, it says life is about love. That's what we're going to read tomorrow. That's what we're going to read tomorrow. So I hope you guys come back for that. Thank you. Percy says you, yeah, you. Uh, I mentioned therapy, but he is not one of those rough. He's one of those rough and rugged dudes. He said he can't see himself. Talking to some white lady, but I would also encourage him to say that all all therapists aren't white women. I don't I don't see a white woman. And then when we start hearing stuff like this, y'all, that's when it's our opportunity to start debunking people's ideas. You know, um, maybe there's a brotherhood that he can join, you know, and you just, you know, let him know, like, "I I feel you, brother. But every every therapist, there's there's black male therapists, there's black women therapists. Um, there's pastors that you can talk to, you know, does he go to church? Like, you know, that's the time to start probing and read and, and, and trying to, you know, just engage in a different way. Like I hear you, but dot, 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 if that makes any sense. I wrote you by the way. I hope you respond. Where'd you write me Lola? Did you write me, um, in an email or did you write me on, uh, Instagram? Let me know, but we will be praying for Mike Percy. But yeah, anytime you guys, um, yeah, maybe your HR. So Shador says, maybe your HR can recommend something. After the pandemic, a lot of companies have incorporated mental health programs. My job did, absolutely, absolutely. Make sure you guys um, check in with that. Just check in with them every day. Like, hey brother, I'm just checking on you. You know, cause when people confide in us, they see something in us. That, you know, for whatever reason they felt safe. So something about you, Percy, made him feel safe enough to to speak to you. So I would just try a little bit more if I were you. Thank you so much, Brandy. Have a great day. Hey, Lola. I'm waiting on Lola's response. Sorry. Lola, where did you write me so I um I can see it? Did you email me or did you or did you DM me? Please let me know. Please let me know. Let me know. Waiting on Lola. Hey, guys. So I hope you guys have a beautiful and blessed day. I'm just waiting on Lola to respond to this comment. I hope that you guys have an amazing, amazing day. Um, start thinking about that. Is, that. is getting back into a physical church something that you want to do? Um, Yeah, Marjorie says, absolutely. My job did as well. Yeah, so check Percy to make sure your job may have some mental health things. I know a lot of people are incorporating therapy now because mental health is now something that is on everybody's mind and forefront. Um, People are paying attention to people are paying attention to mental health more than ever. And the stigmas are moving away. You know, we know more about mental health and therapy and things now because it's, it's, it's okay. So, um, you know, we got to debunk those myths. Anybody that's like, oh, you know, therapy is no, we just got to debunk them. There's nothing wrong with going to therapy doesn't make you weak. You know, brother, start start like speaking life into each other. Start telling each other that, hey, it doesn't make you weak for needing help, dude. It doesn't mean you're weak for going to see somebody means you're strong. We have a lot. You know, men can talk to men as men. You know, we got a lot on our backs. We got a lot on our plates. We got a lot of pressure. We need help, too. You know, so I think just debunking those myths um, and really asking, Lola, where did you write me? She says she wrote me, but where? Really asking it and getting clarity on on a few things. All right, so I'm checking, let me check my DM because I have to go through a rabbit hole to see new freaking messages. I don't know why Instagram makes it this hard. Um I don't know, Lola. I was waiting on you to let me know where you where you where you wrote me, but I don't know where. Did you write it under a, a video? The best way y'all is to DM me or send me an email at Brittanythehost.com. I mean at com, Yeah. Or uh Brittanythehost at gmail.com. All right. Well, I hope you guys have a beautiful and blessed day. I was waiting on Lola. I guess Lola exited the building. Um, let me know. Um, all right, but you guys have a beautiful, oh, I want to say this before we go. Sorry. If you ever need to talk to me, you can either book a 30 minute free session, uh, to get on my calendar or, um, you can pay for a a one-on-one if you just need a one-off. But if you ever just want to get in touch with me that bad, hit me up. Okay. All right. Love you guys for watching. I hope you guys have a beautiful and blessed day. Bye guys. (music)